Oh, she's got plums in there, I, I wouldn't say no, said the pirate. I'm feeling peckish, and a nice bit of fruit would go down a treat. It's not fruit, said Eddie. It's her fruit machine. When I was little, she owned the biggest amusement arcade in Tidemark Bay. They called her the one-armed bandit queen. But then people stopped coming to the arcade and she had to close it down. I think the strain of that was what made her go scatty. Now she's just got one machine in the front room and there's a giant jar full of old tenpence pieces that she feeds into it. And when she runs out, she unlocks the machine and puts them back in the jar and starts again. She spends hours on it every day. The one-armed bandit queen, the pirate repeated. She sounds like quite a woman. But do you mean that she only had one arm? and was the queen of a gang of bandits, or that she was the queen of a gang, and the bandits in it only had one arm apiece? No, said Eddie. It wasn't like that. You pull a handle, and... He could tell from the way that the pirate was looking at him that he wasn't making any sense. It's a bit hard to explain, but if you're hungry, there's some cold chicken in the fridge. I'll get it. Eddie's gran had said he could help himself to anything he wanted, so he didn't think she'd mind if the chicken got eaten. In fact, he didn't even think she would notice if the chicken got eaten. He lifted the bird out of the fridge and jumped back in surprise. Yow! He hadn't expected to find a set of false teeth behind it. They grinned at him from the butter dish. All right, lad! I'm fine! It's just my gran mixing things up again. I suppose that explains why there was a slice of pork pie and a glass of water in the bathroom last night. I wondered about that, said the pirate. It weren't much of a breakfast. That soak didn't improve the flavour. Eddie handed him the chicken. I'd better take these teeth to gran and a couple of pickled onions. She loves them. I bet she has forgotten to eat anything this morning. Eddie found his gran in the middle of a particularly tricky nudge to line up three oranges. He waited until she had finished before asking her, Is it all right if I go off today for an adventure with a pirate? His gran was used to Eddie's imagination. Yesterday he had told her he was off to meet a spaceman and zap aliens on the beach. The day before he had gone to the woods with an explorer to find a lost jungle tribe. That's fine! she said, adjusting her teeth. It's nice that you've made so many imaginary friends. Just make sure you're back in time for tea and don't lose your socks. OK, said Eddie, but he's not imaginary. He's real. Of course she is. And has this pirate of yours got a name? She crunched a pickled onion. I, I don't know, said Eddie as he left the room. I'll ask him. A name, said the pirate, as they set off down the lane. Cause I got a name. I'm mad, bad Jake McHake. But you can call me Captain. Are you really mad and bad? Well, I get very grumpy if I accidentally button me beard into me trousers when I'm getting dressed. And what do they call you round here? Round here, they usually call me Oi, City Boy, Snot Face, or just oi for short. But at home, my friends call me Eddie, Eddie Stone. Pleased to meet you, said the captain.
As they approached a bend in the lane, two heads popped up from behind the hedge in front of them. Oi! Sea boy! Snarface! shouted the bigger boy. Oi! added the smaller boy. I'd bet me boots they must mean you, the captain said to Eddie. They did. There was a sudden blur of arms, and two squishy tomatoes hurtled towards Eddie. Luckily, the first tomato missed him, but the second tomato was not so fortunate. It splatted onto his T-shirt in a mush of seeds. The two boys howled with delight and ran off across the field. Eddie pulled a tissue from his pocket and wiped the mess. I can't wait to get away from here, he said. No one wants to be friends.